0: Welcome to From Uniforms to Unicorns. This podcast is all about our experience as female corrections officers, our challenges, our triumphs, and our transitions out of the career.
1: Lauren and I have always had a significant bond. Friends, moms, and business owners that happened to be in prison. Life attempted to separate us, but we always found a way back to each other. through huge life milestones, tragedy, and random text messages saying, I thought of you today. I thought of
0: we know there is huge curiosity surrounding these topics, and we aren't the only ones that struggle. There are also incredible stories just waiting to be shared, and we want this to be a safe place for us and you to talk about the often unspoken world of correction. Grab a coffee, head out on a walk, or just take a break. Let me warn you: we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> From uniforms <laughs> to, unicorns. to unicorns. Good morning, Sharon.
1: Morning. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Freezing,
0: right? Yeah, Surprise spring.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're all we're all experiencing. It. I'm up in the north, and uh, Sharon and Janet are down in the south. But it is bad all over this province. So,
1: yeah, it's bad. So um, today we're here with Janet Cregan. She's a CX one from Bowden. She's got 19 years in the service. So welcome Janet to the podcast. We're super excited to have you here and happy that you agreed to share your story. All right, thanks guys.
0: Hi Janet. To be here. Hi <laughs> nice, there. To <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you.
2: Nice to meet you.
1: So I worked with Janet for the like short time I was with uh, at Bowdoin and yeah, we had fun. So I'm gonna ask just a few questions. So I'm gonna start with the famous, what led you to corrections in the first place?
2: Okay. Um, like a lot of people I'm sure you've had on your show. I kind of, uh, I wanted to get into policing at a fairly young age, actually. So all through high school, you know, I did my, um, I jumped through all the the hoops and did all the ticky boxes that the police wanted you to do and, uh, ended up going to college, um, at Sir Sanford Fleming for police education. And, um, you know, my summer jobs were like, uh, (laughs) I actually worked on a police boat called um OPP Baywatch. So it was like a it was a, a pro <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, it was a, a community uh, policing project and um so it was just like a a few of us students um wandering around or the, the uh, Bay of Quinty and in Ontario and, um, uh, reporting like unsafe boating and whatnot. So oh, cool. it was kind of cool. So yeah. I did that two summers and then after college, I got a summer job, um, actually with a police officer on the patrol boat. So that was kind of neat too. Um, Yeah. So I did all the the testing for policing and everything they wanted and never got in. I was one of those people that, you know, just, just kept hitting doors. I, I can honestly say I I failed a couple interviews, but, uh, other than that, it was like five years of constant nothing, Yeah, (laughs) you know? So, yeah. yeah. Then I had a a family friend who said you should apply for corrections and, uh, that never really occurred to me. My uncle was a, a correctional officer um, in the provincial system. And he was just a cranky old farmer that didn't want to yeah. talk about <laughs> work. And it didn't really sound like he liked it that much. And he wasn't allowed to work with the um, <clears throat> the young offenders because he gets so mad at them. And he had zero patience with them and whatnot. Oh, geez. And, yeah. So <clears throat> I took a tour through, through one of the... Um, uh, through Quinney detention center. Um, and I was just like, this is not for me. And it was, it's funny. Most of the correctional officers I ran into, they're like, don't do this. You don't want to get into this. <laughs> right. So, so it was never, never like a dream of mine to be a correctional yeah. officer or anything like that. And here I am that much uh, into my career. It's crazy. It's weird. So,
1: and this was all in Ontario. Is that yes, where you're correct. from? Yep. Is that where you're yep. from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where, Where did you end up starting?
2: Um, I did my core in Kingston, core training, which I actually hated, and uh, got into Kingston Penitentiary. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And what year was that?
2: 2002. 2002. End of 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. That's my start date. We would have like overlapped somewhere. So, um, Kingston. So tell us about Mm -hmm. your experience in
2: Kingston. What was that like? Um, It was actually pretty good. I can't, I can't say that I had uh, many bad experiences. Um, It was busy for sure. I know um, in core, they uh, when they told us where we were going, um, I can remember one, one girl, there was five of us that got sent there after off off of core, three girls and two guys. And one of the girls I remember she cried a little bit when she found out that it was, <laughs> that she was going there like it was just so busy it was always there's um some investigations that were in the paper and and um, there was just you just knew that it was like booming all the time so uh I don't know it was it was incredibly intimidating and um a little surreal, like it was. Uh, I I actually loved my whole experience there, and I I love the people that I worked with. I had a I have nothing to complain about that place. Really, it was. um, uh, I think I played on a, a, a very competitive um, hockey team when I was when I lived in Kingston when I was younger, and um, when they found out that I played hockey, I kind of fit into that. Oh, that's little group good. of people. Yeah. So these guys found out that I played and they asked me to come out to pick up hockey and, um, and, uh, I went and just kind of made a whole little group of friends from that. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, I also, I think I was about a year in maybe, uh, I became a dog handler. So oh, back wow. then, yeah, it wasn't, and it's not like it wasn't detector dogs. It was attack dogs. So, yeah. So I think it's Stony Mountain. They were maybe the only other institution in Canada that had the, uh, the patrol dogs at that time. And I don't know why they picked me or how that happened with only (laughs) a year, a year and a half in. I know there was some people that were, were pretty pissed off about that, but then, you know, um, some of my friends were just like, you know what, you got it fair and square and you like working nights and evenings. So take it. So yeah. that was a really cool experience. That was one of my favorite posts in the jail.
0: Oh, wow. It was a lot of fun. Did yeah, you not, yeah. when you went to CORE, you didn't know what institution you were being sent to? No, no, ah. we didn't. And, and
2: it's interesting too, because we had um, a few people that answered ads in uh, uh, Muskoka, like out, out in uh, Bracebridge area, um, because they they were from there. So they were always told they were going right back to to Fenbrook And then when they graduated, they're like, sorry, you're staying in Kingston. And they were like, what? We have our families. We have like, you know, we can't stay here. So they, they put up enough of a a fight that they, um, I guess corrections kind of changed that for them. And they ended up doing their training in Kingston. And then eventually were found like spots in Fenbrook. So oh, that's good. Yeah. Like how dirty, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the first clue that there, there might be some uh, sneaky moves down the road. for <laughs> yeah, them. No And did you get paid? Did you get paid in court? We did actually. I yeah. think, um, we, I think we were the last group to get paid. Um, and it would have been, I feel
0: like $200
2: every two weeks. Yeah. You ours know? Was, yeah. ours they...
0: was like, yeah. 116. Yeah. Every week they or something it. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was something like
2: that. They just, they kept phasing it out. Eh? And it just, mm. it was like, I don't know. It's a nice paycheck for a, a family that has a mortgage. And whatnot, right. right. It was crazy. <laughs> it
1: was
0: crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: I remember I took out a line of credit.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. You had to, you had to yeah. do yeah. something like a
0: queen. We went and got yeah. massages every week. Yeah. We had YMCA <laughs> passes, but I mean, Why that was not? a pretty penny to pay back when I went to work. <laughs> <laughs> But you
2: know, kidding. those people, like that would be incredibly stressful for that mm. kind of person. Right. Um, for me, I didn't, I didn't have a mortgage at the time and I was just kind of like, I don't know. I was working at a casino and, uh, actually it's funny. (laughs) I was working at Brinks when I, when I was supposed to do the testing for, for corrections. And I remember I was sitting in the turret uh, just like staring out the window, listening to the radio. And I was like, looked at my watch. I'm like, should I have that test in like three hours? Should I go? Like <laughs> I didn't even know if I wanted to go. <laughs> and then my boss, I called my boss and I'm like, yeah, I got this offer to go do a test. And uh, I was wondering if I could take a couple hours off. He's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So it's really weird that it worked out. Cause it was like a last minute, yeah, <laughs> last minute decision. Right. Um, so funny. So yeah. funny and then I kept working at the casino while I was, I was in core, which was kind of a stupid thing to do. It was, uh, it was hard. I I felt like I was falling asleep through class and it wasn't, I wasn't retaining a lot of information and whatnot, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I made
1: it. (laughs) So good.
2: And, uh, so at Kingston, did
1: you work with the women at all or not really?
2: No, no. The women's pen had been closed for years at that oh, time. Oh, it had been. Okay. Yeah. So that's right across the road. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think the RCMP might've been using that for special projects type of thing, you know? Uh, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, Kingston was amazing. It was, um, uh, creepy as, you know, it was just so scary. Um, from the minute you walked in, you were just like, I don't know. Um, it was tense. The tension in the whole place mm. was kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it was, and it's old. Like, it was a yeah, It's an
1: old jail and it's a, <laughs> it's a jail jail. Like it's real, right?
2: <laughs> you actually have no idea how disgusting that place really is. Uh, it smells from the second. Well, it did smell <laughs> from the second you walked in, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in the summer. I don't know if you've been to Ontario, but it's incredibly humid. So mm-hmm. summertime never even took my gloves off because everything you touch was sticky. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, it, like, and it's the open bar system, right? So like this place is, was made in 1835, uh, I believe. So like they had the open bars. So think of, oh, 30 guys on a range, pissing and shitting and farting and who knows what else like it just smelled it was yeah. just gross it was gross
0: but everybody loved it you know what i yeah. mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> i
0: went through stony mountain and <laughs> going like oh yeah yeah, oh, no. <laughs> and there's like water just like leaking from the corners yep. of the corridor and i'm like i believe it there's I a lot it. like and there's a bucket <laughs> kit just in the middle of the hallway they're like it's an old place yeah. it doesn't yeah you know i'm like yeah. oh your maintenance guys are the same as our maintenance <laughs> as <guys."> ours, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: and the the old seg ranges um I can remember they were just, it was so gross. It was like a, the office was like a greenhouse in the middle of the ranges and, uh, or uh, sorry, I'm one side of the range. So then, um, like the ceiling was clear. It was supposed to be clear, but it always had, rotten food on it from the cons, throwing food down on the off it, like on the, on the booth and everything. So mm-hmm. there was always a rotten food smell and a piss and shit. So like, it was just, I don't know. It was just gross, but it was fantastic. <laughs> 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 you know, like it's, it, it was just this cool place and a very cool experience. And, um, uh, there weren't very many women there when I started. Um, but the ones that were there were, were, you know, they were really good officers. And, um, I can think of a few that I was just like, Oh, okay. If she can make it, then, you know, that's, that's kind of who I want to, who I want to be like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I don't know. It was, it, it was pretty awesome. I, I actually got to go up in like one of the, in, up into the bell tower. A guy took me on a tour of like all his little, all his, his secret places type of thing. And, uh, up in the bell tower. Um, I scratched my name and right beside her warden's name. So my name's carved carved in up there. So I'm a little piece of history and then sitting there. Um, And so how long, how long were you out there for? Uh, I only stayed there three years. So, Three years, okay. So not very long, but, um, long enough. And I always thought I would go back because, um, I, I just, I love Kingston so much. And that's kind of like, that's home. Right. But, um, at that time we were making my paychecks were like $900 every two weeks. And there'd be days where I'd like, I'd be sitting there and like, we'll say in the tower, you know, you sit in the daydream in the towers. You're just like, what am I doing here? Like yeah. you're doing, <laughs> you're doing, like I think of how Bowdoin is and then I think of how KP was and I'm just like, we're getting paid the same, the same as, as you know, people who are doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like I I could be doing any other job and be making the same money, but I'm coming into this disgusting place and, and working with, you know, maximum security inmates and, and it's dangerous. Right. So I don't know. There was a lot of mixed feelings with it. So
1: I'm just wondering, like, what led you from Kingston to central Alberta, the armpit actually of Alberta?
2: (laughs) Um, That's a good question. Um, well, I, I decided to, uh, take a year off and that's like one of the perks of this job that I love. Everybody gets that year off that you can just kind of, uh, I don't know, reassess, regroup, you know, do what you want and come back if you want to. So, uh, I think I was at a point in my, in my personal life and my career where I was just like, something's not right. I, I'm not really happy here. Um, a friend of mine lived in Calgary and she sent me this email and was like, Hey, you should come out for a visit and we'll go skiing. So I looked up sunshine village where she sent this, uh, like, a I don't know, an ad, I guess they had. And I noticed they were uh, looking for a security officer. So just kind of as a, a joke, I threw my, my resume in there. And I remember I did it at work. So I was at A and and I was working with these, a few other people and uh, we all <laughs> thought it was kind of funny. And this Freaking guy calls me like two hours later and he's like, Are you serious about this? And I was like, I don't know. Are you serious about this? Oh, <laughs> that would so, so fun. And yeah. that was at, at the ski hill security. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> skiing was always kind of one of my passions. And, and, um, uh, yeah, I, I came out and, and, uh, hung out with my friend and then, um, met this uh, guy who ended up being my boss downtown in Calgary at the uh, sunshine village um, office. And he gave me the job right on the spot. Like he had a little bit of an interview and he's (laughs) like, we've never had a female security officer. And I think you're fantastic. And with your experience, um, let's do this. And I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Send so, my stuff. I'm living yeah. in Alberta. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it happened. I, I lived up at Sunshine Village. Like, you know, if you've ever been skiing there, you have to take the gondola. Um, I met this other guy that worked security there for years at the bottom, loaded up the this uh Sunshine Susie truck and uh <laughs> went up the mountain and they opened this room like to a dorm and they're like, here's your bedroom. And I was like, Oh, well, cool. I'm back in college. Like, yeah, they're back in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a bit ridiculous. And I I felt really weird about it until I started meeting more people because at that time I was 29, right? Like that's just a, a weird to me, I felt like I was too old to be doing this, but my boss was much older than me and he had been there forever. And my other coworker who was another, another awesome guy, he'd been there forever. He was all older than I was too. And like everybody he met was just like a ski bum. They just loved skiing and they yeah. would just work the season there and then go somewhere else in the summer and either surf or go to Australia and ski again. So, Oh, wow. It was the that's, coolest experience. Yeah. That's
1: cool. That's very yeah. cool.
2: Yeah. It was honestly the best, uh, best thing I ever did. It was a great break. And, um, I wouldn't take that year back at all. Like it was a, it was a, it was a pretty cool, cool experience for sure. I met so many people from all over the world, mostly Australians that I'm still yeah. friends with. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just great. It was was odd like a kind of a weird thing to do.
0: That's something I would do. That's I know. I, like Same so here. check my resume
2: <laughs> and, <have> <laughs> <laughs> and I was a little bit of a celebrity too. I'm not gonna lie, because I was the first female um like security person they had there. And they made fun of me. Like like you're you're actually I was a nighttime security person. So I'd do my checks and then I would go and hang out at the bar or answer noise complaints. So it was a pretty cush job. Like it was really easy. Um, the hardest thing I had to do was like tell people not to smoke pot in their dorm, like go out into the, they should have gotten fired for doing it, but I was like, go up in the woods, like go in the woods. Yeah. So, go to the so, forest and do that. <laughs> so, I was kind of like the good guy of the three security people because these guys were like, you know, hardcore security guys. And I was like, I just worked at a maximum security institution. I, yeah. So,
0: this is awesome. Do what if you're you not want. a murderer. You're welcome. Yeah, to you're your good. Yeah. In the <laughs> exactly. 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 I get to deal with law abiding citizens for the most part. So, I'm going to take it. And I, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Oh, yeah, that's so cool.
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good loved it. Wow. Okay. So, you're so here, there's done.
2: Yeah. And then I, uh, um, I finished there in May and I loved, I loved Alberta. I loved Calgary. Um, I loved skiing in the mountains. Uh, I was starting to make some friends out here. So I just, I, it just stuck. And I was like, Oh, this was the transition where we got that huge raise. Remember? Yeah, um, so this would have been like 2006. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got this, this big raise and I wasn't even going to go back to corrections. Um, and then I was like, "Oh, I can't really pass that up. Like I was doing security at a hospital in Calgary. And I was also doing, um, landscaping. So I was just like, this is not cool. Like I need to, you know, I have a government job. Why am I not going, going back to a government job? So, um, I put in a transfer to go out to Bowdoin and, uh, that transfer sat on this guy's desk for four months. And that should have been an o- another sign that shit does not happen quickly in corrections. Um, and yeah, I even contacted KP and I was like, uh, can you guys find out what's happening here? Because uh, my transfer is not going through. And this guy got back to me. He's like, "Yeah, the warden told me she signed off on it. Like you're good to go, and you have been for four months." And I'm like, "What the oh, hell? Wow.
0: Like get your shit." <laughs> the communication open. is is lacking. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. totally.
2: So oh, funny. And, Yeah, and funny story about the the warden back in KP. I did. Um, it was uh, a female at the time, and she. I had only met her once. And I think it was like, um, uh, my core graduation. And she, um, I don't know how many years she had been retired by then, but like, um, I had gone back to, to, um, Ontario for, for, uh, summer holidays. And this is when Kingston Penn started with their tours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and took my mom and and my girlfriend through at the time. And, the warden was one of the people like doing the tour. So as soon oh, cool. as we got, yeah. So as soon as we got to her spot, I was like, oh, that's my old warden. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so cool. So the the tour group starts moseying on around. Like it was this cute little girl from Queen's University that was our tour guide, right? And she's like, doing her job. And I go back to the warden and I'm like, hey, do you remember me from years ago? And she did. She was like, oh, cool. uh, Craig right. Is it Jenny? And I'm like, no, but close <laughs> enough. You're like, Call me Jenny. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: <all> these Years
2: <laughs> had passed and she friggin' remembered my last name. And I, like I said, I only met her once, but, and then we talked about like maybe in at Bowdoin and blah, 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 blah. Then I get out to the dome where the the group was, and my girlfriend was like, you're in so much trouble. This little, her name was Shaniqua, our tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Shaniqua is not happy with you. And she called me right out. She's like, ah, you have to stay with the group. You know, you can't be wandering around here. And I was like, sorry, I knew where I was going.
0: Was like, no, no, we can't go on without you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I tried to do it. Uh, I tried to bring one of my staff. I owned a a retail store and she really wanted to come and do a tour of EIFW yep. and I brought her to yep. the jail and they're like, Oh no, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, oh. darn it. We just went to that one day for a fun picture. We'll just mosey around the jail. Yeah. No, not allowed. yeah. <laughs> not allowed. Well, you know what? Hats off to you too for doing that.
2: Cause like, I, I don't know how you do it <laughs> or how you did it. You know what I <laughs> mean? I did a tour through EIFW when a friend of mine uh, transferred out there and Oh God, you guys were
1: busy. Yeah, it was busy.
2: <laughs> it was yeah. really
1: busy. I took yeah. my, my cousin came up here. Um, he's a cop in Australia. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we were driving from Calgary to Edmonton. And I said, I'm going to take you into the jail. And so mm-hmm. I brought him through. It wasn't a tour. We just, I took him just to the front and he looked out the window and yeah. all he saw was these giant, like rabbits running around this. Oh, front yeah. yard, Right. And he's yeah. like, what is that? Where am I? Is that like a wallaby? And I'm like, no, that's this is jail. Like this is hardcore jail. It was so funny. He mocked me like relentlessly. Right? And
0: Lauren, awesome. you
1: should. Lauren, didn't your sister take
0: a tour? Sorry, oh, yeah, have we to- have to. We have to interview <laughs> my sister about this because she. Yeah, she shows up at my house in like the shortest mini skirt ever. Oh no! <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, hey, I'm ready." I'm like. No, you're no. going to have to wear some of my pants because you're going to be <laughs> like, and we, I had taken her down to the VAX unit and oh my gosh, we had like, it was, it's all windows and the pods. And one of the inmates is like pacing back and forth and like staring us down. Right. And she's like, this isn't a fucking zoo, Lauren. We're in a ranger." And I'm like, uh, are you sure? Because you're pacing like an animal. (laughs) It it is such a good story. Like I wrote, we're walking through the hallways, and my sister is like, "Oh, does she work here?" I'm like, "No, that's the one who killed her girlfriend, chopped her up, put her in boxes." Yeah, and my sister's like, "What? Walking around here? Oh my! I'm calling mom. I'm telling mom." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it is crazy. It's funny you say that too, because my friend that transferred
2: up there—that was her first story that she, her and I. I laughed about was she had this full on conversation with someone who she thought was worked there. And it was like a long conversation. And then the person that she was with was like, actually, no, that's an inmate. She was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That's so so good. Okay. Um, so did you go in between working <clears throat> at Sunshine and then going, did you go back to Ontario, like collect your stuff? and then come or Yeah. News. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I went back and then, um, I had a car back home obviously. So I just drove, packed my car up and drove my, drove my car out here for the, for good. I guess it was <laughs> you there I am.
0: <laughs> and what year is it? Okay. So what year are we at right now?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, it was still 2006. Okay. 2006. Yeah. And then yeah. when did,
2: did you start boat or, um, that I finally year? got yeah. I finally got into Bowdoin. I think it was November, 2006. Uh, everything went through and I don't know, walked through the doors for the first time. And, uh, it was, it was a, an experience <laughs> for me for many reasons. God, it's been <laughs> an experience, but, <laughs> um, the biggest thing that that blew me away was walking through the back doors, you know, Sharon, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, outside that admin post mm-hmm. coming from the prison that I just came from and how dirty and disgusting. I just told you it was, you walk through the back doors of Bowdoin and would it have been, Oh, it would have been maybe October that I don't remember there's, there being snow on the ground anyway. Uh, walk through the back doors and I was literally like, what in the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's
1: like be- you, yeah. The looks campus like you yeah, it does. The it campus? looks like a the campus. campus. <laughs> exactly. Is, it does. It looks like a university campus, right? And
2: <laughs> yeah, it's quite so, pretty. <laughs> it, 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 no, and you have no idea because back then it was immaculate. The, the woman that was in charge of like doing the grounds was phenomenal. When you were there, it wasn't quite as nice. Like it was unreal. They had their own greenhouse. Uh, oh, wow. so that's where all their plants came from. And funny story. Like, I, I don't like to think I'm this gullible, but because of what I was seeing, this is pretty funny. The guy that was, uh, um, giving me a tour and like, you know, my orientation type of thing, right. He's showing me all around and, and I'm like, what the heck you have tennis courts. Yeah. Oh my God. There's hockey rinks. Yep. Yeah. And I was just like, well, there's the water tower. What's that big thing beside it? He's like, the swimming pool. <laughs> I was like, I believed him because why not? Yeah. <laughs> <exactly>. Everything else. <laughs> so there's this big white thing. And uh, probably about a week later, I said to somebody, I'm like, why do we never go check out the pool? And they're like, what? what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, what is that? And they're like, it's the water treatment plant, you idiot. And I was like, well, <laughs> well,
0: I don't know. Why not? There's everything else here. You can probably <laughs> swim in that if you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: yeah. That's awesome. So it, it's so clean there. Like uh everybody thinks it's dirty and disgusting, like like jails are. But um for a jail, it's it's pretty impressive and uh uh, well, like cleanliness wise, I guess. And the other thing was on units. When they call lockup at like what it would have been 10:30 at night or whatever back then, cons were <laughs> click, 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 walking yeah. in their cells. And I'm like, <laughs> what, the, what the hell? They actually listened to you and going <laughs> in their cell. That's ridiculous. Like they never had problems at night. It's like lock up, click, click, click. And at KP, whenever they yelled lock up you would wait in the dome for every last uh, range to lock up because something always happened at night where no one could leave. Like we would all wait for the the last con to be tucked into bed before <laughs> anyone went out the front door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we usually go down to the Portsmouth Harbor and have beer after shift. It was so weird. You know, we're all in our uniforms sitting in the bar and that's just what happened back then. It was kind of
0: yeah. neat. It was such a cool experience there. <laughs> yeah yeah very cool very cool yeah. okay so you started <clears throat> I always get drum and boat and mixed up I don't know why I do that oh god you can't do that I know <laughs> I know I don't know why it's like the db thing messes with my head and my son now like has trouble writing d and b and I'm like you totally go oh. from me because I don't know why <laughs> they're like the same room in my head Boded, so yeah um but yeah so you go to boat in 2006 and uh yep. how many women work there
2: Uh, Oh my God. There was a you started. Yeah,
0: there was. Um, yeah,
2: quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Couldn't even tell you. It was almost half
0: and half when I got there, I bet. Yeah. Very cool. I didn't know that. I thought it was mostly Um, male, male.
2: Nope. There was quite a few of them. And, um, and I was really the only, um, there was a few guys that had transferred in from Bode or from, uh, drum. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. There was just a few transfers in from drum and then, uh, myself. So I was like the girl from Ontario back then. And whereas now everybody's from Ontario or out East. Right. Mm-hmm. We did that huge hiring for years where they just kept taking everybody from the East and mm-hmm. everybody wants to go back. So I don't know why they did that. So yeah. That's, that true, that's true. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's very much like RCMP too. Like I, uh... Yeah. So many people that I know, um, got hired from the RCMP were sent out West and now they're all trying to get back. Mm-hmm. All oh yeah. Trying to get back East. Yeah. So, yeah. But the, yeah. they get you, they like mm-hmm. the CAD cast, right. They, yeah. they yeah. just got to get you in and then you're. Yeah. <laughs> true. <Right. laughs> Very true. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I feel like wow. it was like a political
2: thing. Like they wanted to boost the, uh, the um, employment rate out East, right? So they'd yeah. hire all these people from the East and it makes them look like we're they're hiring, but they just right. move
0: everybody West. So yeah, very, very, know. very well could be. Of course. Yeah.
1: Cool. Is there <laughs> anything more about your experience at Bowden you want to share
2: or? Cause you, so you or? uh how long were you there yeah. for? Um, hmm. so I'm still there. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I. Don't, I've taken a couple of breaks since then. Right? Yeah. Right. Of course. Uh yeah. I. I have, and I feel like it's a good thing to do once in a while, or else you might lose your mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I know when I came to Bowden, you weren't there yet, and I just kept hearing <clears throat> your or you were off and coming back, and I kept hearing yeah. your name. Yeah. So I was like, because I wanted, you know, to meet more of the. The, the women that had been in for a long time. And mm-hmm. yeah. And then when you finally came back, I, we just clicked. Right. So I think mm-hmm. that was 2013, maybe. Yeah. Twenty thirteen.
2: Uh, 2012. So, yeah. I think 2012. Right. Yeah. It yeah. seems so long ago now. I know. But yeah, yeah, for sure. And we didn't work together very much. You were on no. that C25 line, weren't right? you? Yeah. Where you just walked around everywhere. I just
1: walked. I was like, is yeah. this the job? Cause I just was like walking. <laughs> and, and it's funny, the drum Heller thing. Cause the, the person I was paired with, he, he came from drum Heller a CX2. Oh, and I know him. We well. just, yeah. <laughs> we walked and walked and talked and t- like, it was just, I'm like, yeah. is this, is this it? Like we, <laughs> We used to get like I don't thirty thousand steps in our shift, and we just yeah. were moving and moving and yeah. walking and walking. And I'm like, this can't be. it. <laughs> this, can't be it. this is
2: it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm like, and I'm a CX too. Like I shouldn't be. Like that was my. I shouldn't be walking. Have someone else doing this? <laughs>
2: Uh, and see, I'm the opposite. I would take that. Like I, I thought that was a pretty cool position to be in, but, um, and I wouldn't want to sit on the, like, I'm still a one. I, I don't want to sit on the units all day.
1: I know that's, that's what they said. Apply to your unit. And I said, no. No, thanks. I didn't want to do that. I wanted, I don't know what I wanted, a cushier job.
0: (laughs) But do you remember Sharon, like if you started off with us, you were, you were walking all the time. That was like your punishment. You Mm -hmm. did the stairs, you did the house. Like if you had been there a long time, it's like you get to do control and the cushy sitting things, right? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. For at least half your shift, right? So (laughs) we did the eight hour, then we'd have four hours in in a bubble or a secure post, but Bowden, no, it was just walking. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, they wanted us to like converse with the inmates, and I'm like, no thanks. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to. I didn't yeah. want to talk to a bunch of pedophiles, right? And I'm yeah. like, put me back at EIFW. I'll talk to the murderers <laughs> over these skinners, right?
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was another huge difference is the, the cons. They're all just like. Hi ma'am. Hi miss. Hi boss. Like constantly. Yeah. And yes. at KP, you didn't get, you didn't get that. People mm-hmm. didn't talk to you or constant talk to you. It was once in a while they would speak to you. Right. So, um, yeah, I think of the max there's that, that division where you don't, you don't talk to guards, don't talk to inmates. Inmates mm-hmm. don't talk to guards, but at Bowdoin, it's just like, they're, they're a little bit more, more chatty. Yeah. You know, needy, needy the yeah. atmosphere.
0: I think might, yeah solicit that right like uh-huh. yeah uh, yeah for sure and, where you in in kp it's just like this is a jail this is how yeah. it goes whereas yeah. here it's like welcome to the campus welcome to the yeah. campus yeah it's and a happy place, place.
1: <laughs> yeah these are your team leaders these are your camp counselors right that's how it
2: <laughs> felt like and i'd be like you, why are you talking to me <laughs> just a different world but totally. I, but it's, it's nice. Like it's, um, I kind of, uh, welcomed that, uh, mental refresh. You know what I mean? Like KP you're stuck in, in the limestone walls that are just disgusting and you're in a building and you don't get much fresh air. I mean, I did cause I did the dog handling gig. So I, I did a lot of walks, Mm -hmm. uh, with the dog. So it would be like us doing the 24 hour punch or the nine hour <clears throat> or the eight hour, uh, punch, um, with a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I yeah. got a little bit more exercise at KP, uh, walking around Bowdoin. Like you could spend the whole day outside and, mm-hmm. and I like that. Like it was kind of, I don't know. It was a nice difference. Nice change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. You know what I mean? You yeah. guys know what I mean. Well, yeah. and
1: you're, you're like, you're top of the mountain now, 19 <clears throat> years in, like that's, yeah, that's a couple, uh, breaks, but... <laughs> couple breaks, but 19 <laughs> years in. And so yeah. do you see yourself going like for 25 years or are you?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah? that's probably it for me. I don't think I could do many um, more than that. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, kill myself for this job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and I've seen too many people retire and then pass away right after. And for whatever reason that is, I don't want that to be me. Right. So this job's never really defined me or, um, I don't think I've taken it a hundred percent serious up until the last little while. And this is when I've been stressed out the most. Isn't that weird? I mean, it makes sense, but but like my whole career, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm coming to yeah. collect a paycheck, make sure my buddies get home safe and and just have as much fun as I can at work without everybody, you know, without anyone getting hurt or whatever. And now I don't know, it's just different. It's weird. I I realized for the first time that I actually care more than I thought I did
1: right? Yeah. So care, care just about the job or <clears throat> do you <throat> find yourself getting pulled into some of the, um, policies and stuff like that? Is that more stressful or is it the actual job?
2: Uh, it's not the job. It's not mm-hmm. the job. I can't say that I hate the job and I can't say that it's, a overly stressful job. It's more or less, um, what we can and can't do, what we're seeing happen, the way that corrections is evolving and things that we can't control anymore, or, um, we really don't have a say in anything we do anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, uh, do what you're told and, and deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. That's really mm-hmm. tough. Like the people that make the, the, the big decisions probably have never sat in an institution. Yeah. They've, they've never stepped foot in and they don't, they don't see what we actually deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I mean, I'm sure that happens in a lot of uh, jobs, but it's so frustrating. And especially in a, in a, a career that's volatile and, and dangerous makes no sense for, for that to happen in my head. Right. And there's some people that would agree with me, but I don't know. It's just become a little bit frustrating.
1: Right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially like when you start at KP and work your way through and then, mm-hmm. yeah, you hit that, that point. I can understand for sure the frustration.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've, um, in the last like little while, <clears throat> um, few years, I guess, uh, I joined the SISM team and I, um, became an OJT trainer not long ago. And, um, I felt like, you know, I just kind of wanted to get involved a little more just to make myself a little more, uh, I don't know, happy in the job. But then yeah. I, I, I don't know if being more involved was actually making me happy because you train people the way that they, that you think they want to, that, that they should be trained. And then, you know, you hear that everybody's turning around and just following suit of the, 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 Person that screwed up before them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, it, complacency is a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of follow each other's footsteps and um, it just perpetuates bad behavior. And that's dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that's kind of where it's going and it's not good.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel like too, there's that like, we've had lots of guests say, like, oh, get invested elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I did that too. Like I did a uh, fire training. I sat on the occupational yeah. health and safety and the occupational health and safety thing was like a disaster. And I was like, oh, I yeah. have, I have to leave because mm-hmm. I can't believe yeah. we're sitting in this meeting, talking about what we talked about six months ago. And all I'm asking right. you to do is tape some wires together. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is not helping. The yeah. fire training did help, but I, I, I see people go, okay, get invested, get invested. And I can totally understand that. But I think like so many people that we've talked to that get invested outside of work inside something. Yeah. Mm-hmm else is like, those are the people that have the least amount of struggles. Right. So it's like the breaks that you're taking. And I, I know for me too, like the year I had off when I had my son, it was like, I felt like I was getting back to some sort of, some sort of like normal life. Yep. And yep, then I sure. drove into the institution, and it was like neck is tense. I have a migraine. I can smell <laughs> yeah. it before I even walk through the door. I'm like, what am yeah. I doing? Definitely. yeah. Definitely. yeah. That's cool. when you know away.
2: Yes, yes, yes totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I took my my other break, we'll say in 2009, was right after we had an escape, and mm-hmm. that was that mm-hmm. was unnecessary. There was. Uh, a gap in the razor wire that officers reported for ever, and it never got fixed. <laughs> it's just like, well, somebody went through the razor wire. That's what happens. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know? Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. And um, in, in surprising and... news, somebody, you know, did what we told you <laughs> that would happen.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, you. And gas, like you weren't, you weren't allowed to use gas. Yes. Yeah. that might hurt the inmates or whatever it was. Like KP, there was an incident. Everybody was running by the bubble, throwing out gas and handcuffs, and it wasn't a big deal. And then this place gets gas and it's sealed away in a pencil case with a friggin' uh, zip tie, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, a, like a, a tag, like a, a security yeah, tag. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you had to like write an soR with that security tag why you busted it open. Meanwhile somebody's getting their head kicked in yourself because like, yeah. you, you can't get to them on time it's it was ridiculous. So things were changing but Odin wasn't changing with it so I just got a little frustrated and I was like I'm out. see you later mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Good. Cause that's, it's good to recognize that stuff. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's kind of s- some of the things we are saying, what do you wish you knew? How do you protect your mm. mental health? And for you, yeah. it was like, I need a break. I'm out of yeah. here. I'm going skiing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's
0: so yeah. good. Though. It's so, yeah. good.
1: It sure. so good. It is so good.
0: It is so good. I think when you if you're in that culture, it's hard to recognize it. And we've talked about this because yeah. the people around you are, also there for That's the most right. part. So it's like yeah. hard to say, like, I I had that personal awareness piece that says like, mm-hmm. this isn't who I am. And I yeah. need to take a break to, you know, either move forward or cause mm-hmm. a lot of the times I would say like, I just want to get back to who I was, but now I know that yeah. you'll never be the person yeah. you were before because of what you've been True. through. Um, yeah, so yeah, sure. it's, it's interesting. So to take those breaks is massive. I think so like, cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. So cool. yeah.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. That's good.
0: It's one of the perks of the job, I
2: think. Yeah. You know, but not enough people, not enough people take it. And I was just por- fortunate.
1: They don't rec- they don't recognize it. So they don't, um, I don't know, take a personal stake in themselves. It's mm-hmm. all about, I got to be strong or I can't
0: be Plus you're not paid. It's not a paid leave. Like let's be very, (laughs) let's be very clear about it. I was not like taking year off and get a ton of money. It's unpaid. (laughs) So for a lot of people with families and mortgages and all of that, that's, it's not an option. I was just going to say that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: I always kind of put myself in a, in a position where I was okay to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. and actually when I, when I left Kingston and worked at sunshine, I was making a hundred dollars less a paycheck, uh, working as a ski bum. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. And, yes. I, and I didn't, I didn't have anything to pay for there. Cause I was living on Hill and I, the meals were pretty much provided for me. So what was I spending my money on? Right. So I don't know. It was kind of yeah. weird to think about it that way. Totally different yeah. jobs, but totally. same, same pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this season Lauren and
1: I've been uh focused on gratitude. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of touched on a bit of it, but I'm just going to ask you anyway, what are you most grateful for?
2: Uh the relationships that I've that I've uh developed in corrections. I I work with so many really good people and I think um for a lot of us uh we would have we would have left this place, um, many times over if it wasn't for the good friends that we've made. Um, like even, even friends back from Kingston, I still, I still am in touch with, um, a lot of the people I worked with at KP, Um, And they're all great people, but at Bowdoin, like I've made so many good friends there. And I like, and respect so many people there that, uh, that's, what's made it a little bit harder to leave. Right. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of went through a a rough time, um, a bunch of work stuff, uh, years ago and i had my transfer in i wanted to go back home because i couldn't handle that place anymore and uh that's when kp closed so i'll there was like no more spots in ontario and i don't know just the thought of leaving everybody here was kind of uh it was kind of sad you know what i mean yeah, you miss yeah. you miss so many people but mm-hmm. it didn't work out so here i am still <laughs> 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 no. no, but just, yeah, they're just the relationships that you build. It's, um, I don't know. There's so many like-minded people, but we're all so different. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you have so many fun days. Um, you know, once in a while you'll get a really shit day and everybody works together to get through it. And that's, that's a good day too. You know what I mean? Like you just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I have nothing to complain about.
1: Perhaps. Yeah. That's awesome. Good to hear.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I don't love the job, but I don't hate it. And Like here I am, however many years later, and it's been, it's been pretty good to me. It's offered me a pretty good life. So
0: we hear that all the time. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't love it. Like, it yeah. was, <laughs> like if yeah. I could go back and tell my 22 year old self, don't do this job, then I would yeah. probably do something else. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and and that's the thing too. I wouldn't recommend this to people now,
2: not Ew. at all, but, <laughs> yeah, but I can say too. it's not uh, yeah, it's
0: not all bad, but it's, it's not, it's not wonderful either. Yeah. You know? It, it, it <laughs> affects you a, a certain lifestyle, of course. Yeah. Plus yeah. it gives you a ton of skills that if you ever did decide to leave, you, mm-hmm. you don't recognize it at the time, I don't think, but if you ever do decide to leave, then, you know, you have so many, you have so many skills. Like I did event stuff and people are like, mm-hmm. how are you so good at this? I'm like, Hey, they're not throwing shit at my face. So like I can deal with <laughs> anybody right now. <laughs> you know, easy. Like, <laughs> they're like, how are you so good at this? And I'm like, uh, just <laughs> talking to people is what I did for years. So it's, yes. it's interesting that, you know, we, we don't <laughs> think of it like that, but at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. it does afford you so many so many cool things going forward and so many cool stories like people Mm -hmm. love talking to me because they (laughs) tell us a story (laughs) and I'm like oh I gotta come up with another one so yeah yeah okay well thank you so much Janet we you're welcome uh, it was so nice to meet you I'm so glad I got to hear your story it was fun thank you this was awesome okay yeah okay have a good day bye-bye Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at From Uniforms to Unicorns uh, on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Speaker, all of those. Also, feel free to subscribe. You'll be notified of new episodes that come out. And we always love a review. Also, feel free to share with anybody you would enjoy. We also want to send a big thank you to Jamie Green for being our podcast editor and to Jeff Bale at 3rd Hell Music for our soundtrack. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day, love, Lauren and... Sharon.